in the 80s they introduced crack into to impoverished communities mm -hmm. so that we could try and wipe out those impoverished communities now they have dollar general and dollar tree and they sell things like shrimp by the five piece for a dollar like yeah that has some kind of genetic mutation in it that's not yeah. human consumption edible and there is not a thing in that store that doesn't have a shit ton of sugar in it no everything is just full of sugar it doesn't matter what it is right like it's fucking crazy the saltines there's sugar on top <laughs> exactly yeah exactly all right that's a good good place to get started right there cool i guess uh here we are Next episode of Discoursers, I don't know the episode number, I don't even know today's date, but I know we're filming a podcast. It's April, I know that. Indeed, April. There you go. The 420 we all asked for. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry, stay home and smoke weed? Okay. What? <laughs> if you insist. Right? But I don't know if you could tell, there's a good distance between me and him. We are social distancing, even we were hanging outside. Always social distancing. An alligator here in Leon County. Yep, an alligator's length. And you're good to go. All right, well, uh, let's, let's go ahead and add the rules here. Now, they're not necessarily rules, they're guidelines. Because the whole podcast is about having a good conversation, a good discourse, if you will. Which discourse. we've done multiple times. So yes, excited. absolutely, yeah. Which is why a lot of these, most of the people I get on here, I don't, I'm not going to have a problem with any of these. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, guideline number one, keep it civil. Let's both get out of here in one piece. Not a problem. Uh, two, if one is offended or aggravated or generally bothered, they ask the other person to explain. We're not going to have that fucking issue. Uh, number three, only interrupt if the other person is exhausting an answer, going on and on, or grandstanding. You know what I mean? We all do it sooner or later. We're not really going anywhere. They're just going to be like, all right, let's reel this back in. Uh, and yo, number four, be yourself. That's who I want to meet. Oh, for you, buddy. For you. Uh, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I, I try to do this thing where it's like either talk or listen, but that's a utopian ideal. You know what I mean? Because we get ideas in our head and they pop up and shit happens. Right. But so, we all know that person that only wants to, they're, they're not actively listening to shit. They're waiting for you to finish so they can continue talking. Exactly. So it's a modest idea, and it's a good thing to state, especially at the beginning of a conversation podcast. Yeah, indeed. So. indeed. And we're here with Sleepy P. Floyd. That's me. Indeed. Comedian. Uh, I don't want to say stagehand. Is that, is that basically what it is? Or Stagehand, troublemaker, rigor. I've done a lot in my life. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, we, he's we the guy that you would imagine traveling around with a carnival. Or, uh, yeah, I was the bearded lady for a while. That, Indeed. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank God for the 2010s. Indeed. Made a good bit yeah. of money like that. Yeah, I, can't, I, I can't believe you tricked me during that time. <laughs> we, we dated for like three months. <clears throat> yeah, sorry to break your heart. You made me question everything, man. <laughs> I'm all about the polyamory. <laughs> Indeed. Well, and we have the uh, the EMT background in common. I did that for a while. Oh, you did? Oh, fun. should I? You might have told me that, but we were drunk at birds, maybe. So Usually. Yeah. Uh, wait, how long? When? Did you uh, I, not long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long enough to, you know, still occasionally have nightmares, but <clears throat> long enough to know that, like, I don't want to do that. My constitution isn't that strong. Right. 
my my depression fucks with me way too much i have yeah. i don't like to admit it but my heart's a little too big mm-hmm. and like same reason i didn't watch fucking tiger king because like love animals love pets can't watch some crazy shit like that <clears throat> same reason i can't like i'm staying away from that whole tiger king thing i don't want any part of it your memes and your fucking everything i don't care right <laughs> fuck your memes i get I'm it i'm gonna watch it some guy that looks like the personification of florida that wasn't in florida right moved to like oklahoma somewhere tortured cats got in a whole bunch of shit with his neighbors mm-hmm. tricked some guys into blowing him i guess and then like the whole thing sounds like a bad time right right there's three of those guys on highway 20 right now i don't need to go out yeah, exactly the- yeah <clears throat> yeah i met a few of them when i lived in trailer parks yeah i met a few of them yeah fucking always had that piece of shit firebird they were always gonna fix up but it was on blocks that kind of guy right next to the washing machine that he was getting parts out of for the camaro like it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it makes sense. yeah and the grass has grown up around the the the, the mm. fucking appliance he mows around them right so there's still exactly. real long grass right there yeah. but it's short everywhere. the whole thing is a fucking snake hazard okay. like the entire yard i i used to live right next to the people like that yeah right next to it jesus anyway uh back to the emt thing yeah i think there's like everybody has a time limit yeah. you know what i mean like people rarely reach retirement in fucking police or fucking emt firemen that's a different story look look no offense to the fucking firemen but and when you when firemen get in situations they're serious situations yeah they had that one but tough day there's not a lot of serious situations it's most of them that i know when they have to do their job they do it well but when they have their downtime it's xbox and cooking dinner you right. know what i mean with their dude bros yeah you know what i mean yeah they get the same guys in the same shift and it's it's kind of like a little frat house and they yeah. don't even admit that shit mm-hmm. i mean but yeah it's, it's also, not consistent it's you know also I mean? a really annoying schedule because like so we, yeah. we work 12 on we, i don't know what you 12, that's work, that's a that's yeah. a typical 12 on 12 on 12 yeah. off for, yeah, yeah. for four days and mm-hmm. then and then get a couple days they work like 36 on right and then one more day at the end of the week like yeah, yeah, a yeah. quick shift like that's oh dude insane i used to do 24-hour shifts on the island tybee island outside of savannah yeah because it was such a low call volume it was where the beach was and depending on the time of year you know what i mean it depended on the call volume because summer of course there's gonna be more for like jellyfish stings and like there's shit ton of jellyfish out there but did you have to pee on all of them yeah yeah you show up and you medically pee you got to make sure you stay hydrated and if you got to pee just hope you get a call soon you're like i don't want anybody to die i have to hold it in you store it <laughs> exactly <laughs> one of the medical cabinets is just a refrigerator yeah. of size no actually it, it keeps it warm oh yeah it keeps it warm. oh yeah you gotta keep it human temp. yeah yeah 98.6 yeah, yeah. <sighs> but i think everybody's got their fucking time limit you know what i mean like oh, yeah mine was six years at about six years and i hit my i was like all right that's it i'm tapping i'll see you guys later i'm done fuck off i literally woke up in the morning after some shit went down and it wasn't even anyone's fault it was just this weird situation that happened and then somebody fucking died just because of the scenario and fuck it fucked me all up because the person shouldn't have died you know what i mean not technically like i the way i saw it no sorry the way i saw it in my head they shouldn't have died so you fuck me up, right? Right. And I woke up in the morning 
and I fucking called. I was supposed to be there. They had just switched me. I worked fucking night shift, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. for five years, five and a half years. Mm. And then suddenly I get in trouble for being late to work once during Mardi Gras. And fucking, they put me on day shift after Mardi Gras. And because the traffic was terrible trying yeah. to get in the fucking, that's why I was late. And so fucking, of course, they put me on Mardi as a punishment, puts me on day shift, right? I'm supposed to be there at 7 a.m. The day before that whole terrible one thing down, I fucking woke up. I picked up the phone. I woke up at six. I picked up the phone and I was like, yo, this is my resignation. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, this is it. I'm done. And he's like, all right, well, call me back tomorrow <laughs> when your head's clear. Because they know what's going on. They know yeah. this guy had a bad call. And they don't want to like be like, all right, well, then fuck you. You don't work here anymore. They go like, all right, well, Call us back tomorrow and see how you feel, you right. know? <laughs> it's not just dealing with egos at that time. There's a lot right. of emotions involved. Exactly. They're like, hey, this guy's about to fucking snap. Like, okay, chill out. Give us a call. I'll call him back the next day. And I was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm still good. I'm still fucking good. I'm okay with it. Man, yeah. So I still got a bunch of jokes that I want to write about that whole period, though, but writing jokes about some of this shit is going to be one of the most difficult tasks I've ever done in my life. Could be some of the darkest yeah. jokes you've ever written. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I haven't done anything on stage. Like, I've, I used the, I used to be an EMT for the, uh, for the, for the, 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 what do you call it? Like, basically, pity. Okay. The, the pity up. Right. Is what I'm going to call it. You know, you do the thing where like, oh, I just turned 30. And people go like, woo, it's the pity up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's what I call it. And so like I would use it as a pity up because I saw other people doing that, you know, like using specific things. And I was like, oh, I used to be an EMT and you get the little pity up, you know, and people go like, oh, yeah. And they get more excited. It also gives you a little bit of information that you are about to talk about something that you probably know a little mm. more than they do about. True. Which is especially important right now. Like yeah. I constantly think about the first day in class where we we learned the syllabus for three minutes and then immediately spent an hour and a half on the proper putting on and removing your PPE. Jesus. <laughs> the first hour and a half of EMT school was learning how to put on a mask properly and how to put gloves on properly and nobody knows that shit. Right. <laughs> so I just get to casually watch people in public not being safe at all right. thinking they're safe yeah, like yeah 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 it's like putting on a condom with yeah. a professional whore like right. you're sure you might not catch anything <laughs> right 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 but that's a lot of juices everywhere just saying you know like because when it gets juicy and there's spread and it's not just on like yeah it just doesn't touch that bit right. you know like <laughs> yeah who knows? Get caught up in the moment and decide to, to lick something? Like, no. I mean... Yeah, exactly. People are basically licking stuff in public because yeah. they're not putting their... and taking off their gloves when they should be. Like, Well, you know, the whole reason we're kind of in this mess is that, like, people weren't willing to take on the responsibility of being safe. You know what I mean? Like, right now, we're far enough from each other. We're fine. I got all the windows open. I got a fucking fan going. Like, we're fucking good. You know right. what I mean? You're not licking anything that I'm... the table or anything. You know? But the reason they had to crack down on that shit was because of people out there that were like 50 deep on the beach. You know what I mean? 
Like, it was like, yo, there's a huge difference between people fucking just sitting here having a conversation and 50 fucking people. Right. But you can't just say, hey, we're just going to not do these 50 people because then those 50 people will find a sneaky way. Right. Which is what they're doing. To be 50 people. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. I don't know. All the parties we've got here. And, yeah. and, and they're not going to, I mean, it's not going to stop. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. No, I, and it's, I mean, they're not going to arrest them. They're going to put them on house arrest, which is cute. But. Well, they started giving people in certain states uh, fucking ankle monitors. Yeah. Which was fucking wild. I was like, okay, she's getting serious. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. In New York, they were giving them arm monitors, too. Like, fucking eye watches that you can't take off. <laughs> and, like, they can check in. Like, there's a camera in it and everything. Like, it was fancy. Fuck <laughs> you. That's next level bullshit right there. Yeah. Gotta keep oh, that's literally a slave collar. Yeah. <laughs> it's a slave collar. It's all like, oh my God. To be fair, I mean, like, and obviously New York is going to get hit the worst. You literally have people stacked on top of people in the yeah. entire city. Dude, I lived there for two years. I lived out in Long Island City, Queens, right outside of Manhattan. And I lived in uh, fucking like Eastern Harlem up there, Spanish Harlem. And fucking, yeah, dude, you, there's nowhere you can go where you're not this close to fucking people. No. You know, there's, they're fucking everywhere. No, it and it was, it, I mean, every movie and every strategy and in like every government strategy and every movie knows. Like, if you want to do something, you hit these places. These fucking big ass places. Right. Because it'll spread like fucking wildfire. New York, fucking LA, immediately. That's yeah. where all the people are congregated. And then they're going to travel. And then they're going to keep going. And they're both international hubs. Right. Which means, which is how we, we got it passed over here is because China has one of the top percentage of tourists around the world. Like, they're, like them pushing people to go out and see the world is ridiculous, which is it's, it's actually kind of weird coming from the Chinese government to do that. But they do it a lot. And they go, hey, go out. Fucking, we're pretty well off. Just go. If you're not completely brainwashed, maybe go find somewhere else to be. Mm-hmm. It's probably more appropriate. That could be it. Yeah, that could, it gives them the opportunity. <laughs> oh, you want to yeah. travel? You think we're not so great? Fuck off now. <laughs> if you don't come back, whatever. Right. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like they, they constitute pretty much like the top percentage of tourists in the world. And uh, they were popping out from... Well, Wuhan's not a small city. No. Like, it's fucking like some people were leaving there and just, just fucking zooming out. Right. I mean, it's a city most people have never heard of, but I read books. I've read about it multiple right. times. They've got an infamous, uh, um, an infamous fish market. Like, it's insane. So it's been in multiple books and, and movies I've seen. Like, it's, Yeah. And it's already had, what, two different outbreaks come from that market, I think? Or, like, at least one, I know. At least one. I, but, Jesus. Like, and, just, and you know it's not necessarily because of, like, say, the bat. Right, like, which is technically where they say it came from. Sure, that's where I don't know from. the truth or yeah. whatever, but that's what they're saying. But it technically, it doesn't come from like just the bat. The bat is on a cage above another animal and shits on the other animal. Yeah, the other animal becomes a carrier and has asymptomatic, and then you have the animal in your house a lot of times. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's fucking wild. When you're cooking shit outside and you're just kind of brushing it off, like, oh, this poop is fine. It mm-hmm. adds character. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. 
No, I don't think anybody ate a bat. That would that's no, they do eat bats. Oh yeah. Well, oh, I mean, oh yeah. Steve-O's done it. Everything. Ozzy Osbourne's done it. I guess you can do it. Did. But I mean, Ozzy did it like sushi style. But yeah. Either way, I'm not I'm not chopping up any bat anytime soon. But definitely, you know, whatever. It's a fucking fish market. It's a yeah. giant fish market because of how many people it has to serve. Like standards and practices can't be kept up as high as they are here. Like, well, they're about to. Uh, they already classified dogs as pets. They just did this yesterday. Over there? Yeah, in China. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, in China. So I think that's their first move towards going like, all right, no more eating wild shit. Like, don't, don't, just don't go out, just don't fucking do it. You know? Right. They're pretty close to it. They, yeah. Long ago, China being as controlling as the country is supposed to be like they should have locked down this whole Starbucks on every corner bullshit in their own. <laughs> like right. they shouldn't have all these weird off-brand animal markets. Like basically, so so like Joe Exotic, the China Joe Exotic mm -hmm. was the original COVID guy, right? Is that what we're going with? <laughs> I don't know, was he? Crazy, <laughs> white trash, insane motherfucker that'll eat anything. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Fits in. That's why it was released right now. See, it's a conspiracy. That's another link in the chain. The entire thing's a conspiracy. I'm pretty sure I had whatever the hell's going around in December. And it, it could had be. nothing to do with China. Because I was knocked out for a fucking month. And just sick all oh, no, the dude. fucking time. Dude, there could have been people fucking... There could have been people coming in from China at that point. Like, oh, yeah, China sure. just didn't report it until a certain time. It was already bad by that point. Like, they, they were trying to contain it themselves. And without doing, I guess, draconian measures, whatever, they, whatever you want to call it. Without doing that to keep it quiet. But then they finally realized, like, shit, we should have called somebody else. Fuck, it's too late now. So now the shit's already fucking, it's just boom, it's out there. Yeah. You know? Or, I mean, I even read the theory that said that it came out of the middle of some holler in Tennessee. So. It could be. And it had nothing to do with China <laughs> right. in the least. It could be. So. It was some fucking bad batch of moonshine. Pa patient Zero was Jethro. <laughs> yeah. He had a third arm, but he right. hid it under his overalls. Like. Right. So who the fuck knows? I mean, it, yeah, it could yeah. easily have been from some anti-vaxxers kid in, you know, Oregon. You know what? I'm going to go with that fucking theory. <laughs> I'm going to go with that theory from now on. Right? Like, they've got all kinds of shit bubbling up inside them. Who knows? Yeah. They didn't get their SARS MMRS inoculation. This is just what mutated. <clears throat> what are those people doing right now? Are they all getting Amazon drone deliveries or... I, I think they're probably doing the same thing they've always done uh, and just go out and just pretend like that's not a real thing. It's, a, it's almost like if you're an anti-vaxxer, you literally just kind of go like, well, shit happens. That's, 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 that's your theory. You're just like, shit happens. There's no safety net. There's no nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just literally walking blindly into something. That's, that's all fucked it is. up tightrope act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's like every, every time you leave your house, like if you weren't vaccinated and you're an anti-vaccinator, fucking, yeah, you're literally walking to death 
at any moment. Like, cause somebody could have asymptomatic measles. You know what I mean? And you fucking are near them. If they were in the stage that it's like asymptomatic in the very beginning, but still fucking infectious, you get it. You take it home to your newborn, your newborn dies. Isn't that all of us? That we are all technically have it because we got injected with the vaccine. So we're well, all no, that, that kills it off though. That kills off the original. It, it, keeps it doesn't it, give you it. It gives, your, it gives your white blood cells the the picture as it right. as it was explained to me it's like a warning right. poster the vaccine is, right. is a picture for the white blood cell to be like all right this is fucking bullshit Kill right this immediately. yeah yeah, yeah. um you but it's just dead virus yeah so yeah. uh where that gets funky actually is allergies because that's the same thing that happens and allergies is a, it's a reaction to your body with like one particular thing say like a bee sting or Fucking, uh, uh, I don't know, fucking, uh, what's another? Peanut. Pollen, peanut, peanut, fucking pollen, whatever. Yeah. Uh, your body attacks itself. It's yeah. not the actual oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, your body is like great at like, okay, we remember this person, but like, how did they get the notice to like a, a peanut on the wanted poster? You know what I mean? Right. Like, and to be like, oh, that's fucking dangerous. You've been eating it for 10 years, but now suddenly it's fucking dangerous. You know, like, what? It's like a it's like a Snickers bar to a diabetic then, mm -hmm. right? So it's it's like ah, oh, I like peanuts. And the white blood cells like yeah, I like peanuts. If I see it, I'm gonna eat it. It's gonna kill me, but I'm gonna eat it. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Almost a fucking every diabetic I, I fucking know is addicted to sugar because your oh, body yeah. is consistently. My dad is uh, what is it type. Two is with the shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type two, uh, type two diabetes. Uh, he has to take shots. He's got like an insulin pump now. But like, dude, he he fucking loves just way too much sugar. Way too I'm much addicted to sugar. Like, <laughs> like as much as I'm addicted to anything else. Mm. If I'm looking at like a fucking row of candy bars and I have to wait too long at the convenience store, I'm like, ah, yeah. Why, why yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I like to study is the fucking packaging and the colors, right? Oh, so yeah. you're in the line for the grocery store, right? You're facing forward and you're just sitting there. I usually have on headphones, you know, and I'm fucking bopping, I'm fucking high. And fucking looking around and I just start looking at the package. I was like, all right, that one's pink enough to get noticed. But then the other company was like, that's not pink enough. And did a brighter pink. So you immediately go to the other company, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's fucking, the marketing on that is fucking weird. And then how big they are. Because mm -hmm. they're like, all right, now we got the king size bar. But what if you could have four medium size bars? Like, right. who the fuck needs that? That's not shareable. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to share that? Nobody fucking right now, yeah. especially. Yeah, exactly. Somebody walk up to you with random chocolate. Tomorrow's uh, Easter. If somebody tries to give me chocolate tomorrow, like, you're too close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take your fucking chocolate and fuck off. Like you do know, chocolate for Easter candy has been on sale for two weeks now, right? Like right. I've already got my supply. <laughs> bought that when I bought all my toilet paper. Come on. I I did I didn't get around to the toilet paper, and I still haven't looked because I bought a bunch of paper towels, and now I'm like, whatever. Right. I've dude, I've, I was homeless for three years. Like fucking, if I gotta wipe my ass with toilet with fucking uh, with a fucking paper towel. I'm cool. Right. That's not the, that's the, like the least of my it's worries. still not deciding which leaf is going to make my asshole itchy. Exactly. <laughs> well, luckily, I'm not allergic to poison ivy and poison oak. Well, luckily. there you go. Luckily. I found that out when I was young. But 
Fucking yeah, dude. Fucking it, it's people are going to realize that, that like during the Great Depression, war, all those, all the different things, the Second World War, everybody had to buckle down. Yeah. Like that was reality. You had to buckle down and like you weren't by any means like most Americans weren't like poor, poor. They weren't starving. You know what I mean? But you definitely had to buckle down. Like you were eating fucking cream of wheat. Right, fucking. Like, why we have all these yeah. dried shit that doesn't go bad for fucking ever? Yeah. like cereal yeah. and, and can be and like man, nobody's buying that. Everybody's buying toilet paper. Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Not dude, I bought like eight packages of dried beans. Right. I still have them chilling in my fucking thing just in case. Beans, rice, pasta. I even got one in my bug out bag. Yeah, <laughs> I even got one in the bug out bag. I'm like, all right, yeah, fuck it. I fucking, I hiked the AT and parts of it, and I did. What you got the whole thing? Not all of it, but how much? Then, how much of it? Most. Okay, most. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and all in different parts. Like that's a dream of mine. Went to wilderness way. school. Hey, I'm definitely gonna do it again. Yeah. Uh, went to a wilderness school, did a bunch of outward bound things. Um, and just got like, I'm lucky because I have that taste for shit that you have to eat on the trail for forever. Right. So, like, I'm the only person in my family that eats sardines. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's more than me, man. I would eat sardines if I was fucking starving. But other than that, no. Oh, this girl told me that no. her family ate um, canned clams and spaghetti one night. I was like, you know what sounds great? I was like, well, what sauce? Do you have white sauce? Do you have red sauce? Right. What would you do? Right. And she was like, oh, uh, no sauce. We just kind of poured it in the pan. We uh, There was some olive oil. Uh, and then we tossed it with the spaghetti. Yeah. Like, okay. I would totally <laughs> add like six cloves of garlic to that. There you uh, go. Finish it with a little Parmesan cheese, maybe mm -hmm. some parsley. Yeah. And some Italian seasoning, maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full meal. Yeah. Like, it sounds great. And it's yeah. just like, oh, but it's out of a can. I'm like, yeah, the only thing that I can't eat out of a can is spam. And that's just because I start singing the fucking song in my head every time I eat it. I'm like, I, I, I really like spam. I gotta say, I really I, like, I can see why it's the, like, the basically national product of Hawaii. Yeah. Like, Hawaii, because they can't get a lot of other shit out there. So they eat a lot of spam. That, that's actually a tribute to the, the overweight problem there. Uh, it's a lot of the salt, the sodium content. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I see it. Like I, you could, there's a billion ways to cook it. And granted, you don't have to add salt at any point because you're already good. Right. But yeah, dude, you could you could fry that shit up and fucking add some melted cheese on top of it and fucking do a yeah. bunch of other shit to it. Add a bit of fucking like either like a, like some tapatio or something on it and then put it on some fucking rice. Boom! Some yellow rice. <laughs> crumble it up like ground beef yeah it's yeah. totally versatile it's just a meat salt lick it's yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. oh no i tend to i tend to stick towards the uh, the fish the sardines okay sardines yeah. are all right clams are cool canned tuna's a go-to like anything like that now they started making tuna in pouches so it's so much easier to travel when you're hiking true so easy problem with tuna though is too much actually has a, a a weird amount of mercury in it. Oh yeah. So if you eat it for too long, like I think it's just like probably like a month would be fine for too much. But it's one of those things like it's a buildup of mercury after like a long time because there's so much mercury in the fucking sea that tuna has a trace amount of yeah. it in there. Oh yeah. Which is fucking wild to me. That, that like I can say that fact and we're all like yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, well, I think it's in the fat, too. Like, I've definitely heard that before. Yeah. 
But it's not like I've ever been like, okay, well, first sign of mercury poisoning is insanity, and I've exhibited those symptoms since I was like six. Um, <laughs> right, right. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Did I have tuna breast milk? Maybe. I, I'm not going to call it. But it's not going to make it any worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, speaking of sorry, speaking of fucking normal things that people just kind of go, oh yeah, okay. But that was said recently, is that every news station for about a week was talking about how like, oh, by the way, the government has given us information on tracking your cell phones that you are going out too much, so you guys should stay inside. And then they just stopped the broadcast. I don't see any tweets about it. I don't see any Facebook posts about it. I don't see fucking anything of Instagram, nothing. And I'm going, you all just accepted that? Like they literally just told you, yeah, we're tracking everything you do, just by the way. And you all went, yeah, that's cool. I'm with it. That's cool. <laughs> oh, it's like you snuck in late and dad wasn't supposed to know. And dad's like, you were out last night. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, as soon as, as soon as everybody bought their phone and signed up for it and didn't read the user agreement, they were like, yeah, they're probably spying on me. And yeah. if they weren't, then they're completely retarded. Like, that's... I mean, I, I get it. We all know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a thing. Like, you know. Like, they're listening in and, like, fucking creating ads for you by the shit that you say. And, right. Like, fucking tracking your GPS. But then they just boldly, just kind of just casually say it was like a whole other level for me. And it just went unnoticed. Like no one freaked out about it. And they were like, yeah, no, we pretty much figured that. And for the acceptance of them, I'm like, ah, ah, <laughs> I like cringed. I was like, oh my God, we just accepted that. Right. Ah. Oh. We accepted it as easily as we accepted that when they killed Harambe, it threw us all into the worst timeline. Ah, uh, yeah. And we accept it. <laughs> We accept anything that happens on the internet. We're so amazed by it still. Yep. <clears throat> like, I grew up loading the internet 500 hours at a time, 500 minutes at a time. <laughs> like, AOL. The internet yeah. is just a really big encyclopedia for me. I yep. really don't use it for anything else. Sarah, some people have taught me like social promotion on Facebook and like, I was lucky enough to be in college when Facebook first came out, so I had oh, one. Right. <laughs> but other than that, like people misuse the internet every day. <laughs> people that don't know the weather, the app is on your phone when you buy the phone, and you don't know if it's gonna rain or not. <laughs> what yeah. are you doing with your life? Yeah. That doesn't seem like it. Okay, okay so if, like the devil offered you a gift, right? And then like, this is the thing that will tell you all things, but I just need you to sell me your soul. And you went, okay, cool. And you sold over your soul, and then you didn't use it. You literally used it, okay, but every now and then, you would pick it up and take a picture of your dick, and then you would send that, and then you would argue with a couple of other people who also sold their soul, you know, and then you would put it back down, and that's all you would do. Right. That's a sentence. Occasionally play some game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't even read the term. The devil was holding it in front of your face, and you went, oh, this is really long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Skip to accept. Oh, fine print, whatever. 
Don't even have to prick my finger? All right. Exactly. It's like, do I have any blood? Fuck it, I got two pens on me. Fuck yeah, let's do this. Oh, you clicked it for me. Okay, I can just nod. Uh, right. <laughs> can, you, can you throw the gluttony in my mouth while yeah, I yeah. nod? Uh, yeah. Give shiny toy. Cool. <laughs> I constantly read those fucking things and go, all right, well, I don't agree with this. I definitely don't agree with that one. That one's all right. I 100% don't want them to have that information, but I need this app to do the thing on my phone. Yeah. So I, you got me. If I don't yeah. want to use a flip phone, then like if you want, if you want access to Google on your browser, you have to click a terms and agreement app. Like it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. No, they're, they're taking all of it. It's, and and even in the, the the case that someone just stays away from GPS and just doesn't sign into Google, just like somehow, somehow they just use text and calling. That's it. That's all they do. Still, the fucking cell phone companies are selling it to them. I've got my location turned off on my phone, and every time I plug an address into my Maps app, it knows exactly where I am. But my location isn't on. <laughs> Dude, you can't turn it off enough. You ever wonder why you can't take the battery out of your fucking phone? Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> because that fucking thing is on all the time. Even if you turn your phone off, it's still on a low program setting. Of course. It's how, still recording information. How much power does it take to run the GPS chip? Like, <laughs> Not a lot. Right. Fuck, and then it stores it, and the next time you fucking... Uh, boop. Boop. Right. There it is. Right. Fuck. First time, first thing any smart criminal does is just buy a bunch of burner phones. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like looking forward to get back to comedy, back into it, standing up. One day, in front of the crowd. Eventually, I don't think it's gonna happen until at the end of the summer. Yeah, if you know, that. You well, you don't. You don't seem like the person. I've seen other people get like this itch. Like, it's fucking like they need the attention. You know what I mean? Oh. They get kind of itchy and they get kind of crabby and everything. I've seen a couple of the comedians do it, like online and all this other stuff. And uh, I'm just like, wow, maybe you might be in it. I'm not saying they're not good, but they might be in it for the wrong reason. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you just want that attention and, like, that's just it, then... I don't know about the wrong reasons because I don't want to... Fuck, we're all psychopaths. I don't want to judge any of us because that's just throwing stones in a glass house. Okay, I agree. I know why I, agree. I do it. And that took a long time to figure out. And I think there's a lot of people that don't know why they do it. Right. That impulsively need a lot of attention. <clears throat> but that's, to be fair, that can be a great outlet for that kind of person. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I if agree. they happen to be funny, more so the better. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree. With, yeah. But we all get into it for tons of reasons. I definitely, I don't like to be seen. I have a low key voice. Stand up isn't really my bag. I prefer writing. Same. But at the same time, it's a good outlet for being seen. And seeing people and having basic relationships with other humans. Like, yeah. in lieu of, like, I've always been the kind of guy that I've got, like, two really good friends. Mm -hmm. And then I've got 
10 acquaintances that I would probably move a body for. Right, right. And then I've got like 50 people that I know. Right. And if yeah. you're outside that spectrum, I don't, I can't remember your face. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, we met at that one thing that one time, right? right. Like, uh, yeah. So that just expands that circle outside of people that you deal with on a daily basis. So it, it broadens your horizons. You get new ideas about things. You get new things to think about, uh, which also helps stand up. I mean, yeah. at the end yeah, of the day, yeah, you're yeah. trying to make the audience laugh. And the more they interact with you and the more you get to know them, the easier it is. Right. That's why real stand up going city to city to city is, is so fucking weird and hard. Like, you have no idea who those people are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cultural wise, anything like at least here you kind of know the culture, you know the rhythm a little bit, you know. Right. You know, like there's FSU, there's there's colleges, there's you know fucking Gators, and there's fucking the Seminoles, and like you know all these other things. So you can touch on that every now and then. Right. You know when a comedian up. comes to town, they ask somebody those basic things. Right. Somebody starts talking for a minute, they write a couple quick jokes in their head to be like, "Hey, I'm on your side. I know where we are." Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's fun, but like, I don't know, on these low-level alt scenes, you have to kind of like read the people in your audience and, and kind of see what they yeah, yeah. are into. And it's different yeah. from town to town. And we well, you know Andrew Schultz? 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 I can't remember his fucking name exactly. He's, he does a lot of roasting stuff. Okay. Um, but basically, he has these videos where he goes around the town and he puts like a, it's like a YouTube spastic stupid music little thing but it kind of gives a general overview of the town of him like fucking with people in the town and you know going to major spots and talking to people and then either that night or the next night usually he does he goes up on stage and he it's very little material he i mean he's, i'm sure he's thought up like responses to so like different crowd things work guy. yeah he's a crowd yeah. work guy okay. but he's definitely he 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 weirdly got this like snapshot of the city just by doing that and then when he'd go up on stage, he would immediately launch in to start talking shit about something that the city loves. Like immediately. Like he found the heart of it and he went like, ah, and yeah, he hit it and he goes, ah, I'm just kidding, you know? And that, that warms people up. They're like, wow, he knew about that. Just, yeah, he knew about it. Yeah. He got us engaged. He turned our attention. And then by him going, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Like, it's a joke. Like he yeah. spent time in our city and we appreciate that. Right. It's a great fucking angle. Yeah. He's having that fucking knowledge, and I think that's important. I think that's why a lot of road companies go out and drink. You know what I mean? Oh. When they go to cities and shit, it's not just about getting drunk, which is great, don't get me wrong, but it's also about getting drunk with other people in that city that are also drunk and just fucking spouting off whatever. You know, they're, they're fucking, their truth, their truth, the filter for the truth is gone. So they're just fucking out there and you're having fun with them and fucking you learn. Right. And fucking if the Irish have taught us anything, it's that some of the oldest, oldest drunkards at the bar are going to be the most honest people in the world. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's the person I want to talk to first. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good angle for a crowd work guy. I really like, um, like I said all the time, I listen to NPR way too much. Um, I think it's Prairie Home Companion has Tom Papa regularly now. Okay. I could be wrong about the program, but I'm pretty sure that's who it, that's the program. But it's, it's Tom Papa, and every week he does a new segment um, called Out in America. Mm -hmm. And he, 
remembers a city that he's been to and the, the, the people he talked to there. And he just writes out this little four-minute, five-minute story about a city in America, spotlights a couple of the people, and it is fucking hilarious because it's it's talking about like being a comedian in a city that you're not from right and just kind of stumbling around like a baby (laughs) while people tell you where to go and they're like this is where you gotta be and you gotta try this and you gotta go over to this bar and it's hilarious because that's some of the best like i mean that's that's a great experience that's a real writer experience hell yeah there's hundreds of writers that basically drew their entire personality off of just traveling around and writing about what they see, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I really should have written about, like, fucking hitchhiking around and train hopping and shit, like, within a, a couple of years after doing it. That's not too late. I mean, it's not too late. It's just that once you get to the point where you have almost, like, too many memories, you know what I mean? You've gone out and, like, too much crazy shit. The shit that you did that you did before, say like ten years ago, that's not as crazy because you're you escalated your crazy. You know what I mean? As you went up, because you need because you got used to it. Right. So you needed more crazy, right? And we've all found that in relationships. You know, you, usually the they get crazier and crazier. You know, <laughs> like we look for the crazier and crazier ones. Uh, you sometimes, know exactly. <laughs> sometimes you sometimes your brain does the editing for you and you only remember the good part. Yeah, yeah. But, but also it's like a high, you know what I mean? Like later on, like ten years ago, that high was nothing. Now what I'm doing, the high is way higher. Now granted it's not more dangerous or anything else, but it's just like a little more exploratory, I guess, or whatever it is. So you definitely like you like you you got used to the drug. You got used to like the the rush of it. So you you know, you kind of like you find that in a lot of, uh, let's just stick with comedians that have been doing it for a while. Like the, right. ru- the rush is kind of gone. Like they don't come out and be like, ah! They oh, come out man. and they're like, totally cool. And they're like, all right, yeah, okay. I'm kind of bored with this. I've been saying it for like a fucking year, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> It's the same, same people that do the same five over and over and over again. They have that yeah. comfortability level. But no, I know what you mean. I, de- I definitely feel that part of comedy. Right. That, <clears throat> like that's, that's what I miss. That's why doing the online shows just didn't they just didn't cut it. Like right. you can't you can't hear any audience, you don't have any feedback, like if you're preaching to say your fan base of like ten, twenty, thirty people, then Well you, that's a lot. Mine's like three. Yeah. Mine's like- <laughs> right. I think mine's still just my mom, maybe my <laughs> sister sometimes, but <laughs> Occasionally, the girl I picked up off Tinder will like clap, but she doesn't understand what's going on. Right, right. And, and never sees another show. So, but, right, right. but no, like, I mean, there, yeah, I mean, there have been people in town have been doing it for 10 years. They've, they've definitely got like 20 people that'll sit down on a computer and go, all right, let me watch. Right. And, you know, people from out of town. Now, I think that's the best part is being able to see people from different areas so easily mm-hmm. that that makes all the difference right but I mean if you're just preaching to your fan base then you know what they like you know what they're gonna laugh at you're just gonna say some shit and that adds to the comfortability level but that doesn't that doesn't give you the, the comedy rush like that right like performing to random people and having to talk to them or figure yeah. out when you're set like, or deal um, with a heckler or even a semi-heckler like just yeah 
somebody not paying attention that's, yeah, yeah. that's sitting and, right in front of yeah. you. And you call them out or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. So that I miss that for sure. Yeah. Like, but I can't just preach at a computer screen for right. five or seven That's minutes. just called a YouTube channel. Right. That's, just, that's all that is. It's a rant. Yeah. Like, I can't. Right. I'm going to take a break. Okay. Um, actually, we're at like 52 minutes. Uh, you still good for a bit? All right. I'm good. All right. Because I got to take a piss. That's all this is. All right. Shit. All right. Word. Yeah, I'm going to break my rule and fucking smoke one. But yeah, I'm good other than that. Hey, it seems like we're just hanging out talking any damn way. That's exactly what I want, dude. That is pretty much it. It's the, the podcast was like when Trump won the election. It was there was just all of this crazy shit going on. People yelling at each other, and just it got yeah. it, it's still ridiculous. It's gotten worse now. Oh yeah, it's well, it's a lot worse now. Yeah, but <laughs> I just saw it and I thought to myself like, all right, I've been watching Joe Rogan for a while. I've been watching these other guys. Like, I see what they're trying to do. I see, like, I, I saw the purpose of it and the philosophy. It's literally just, now Joe Rogan, like, he, like he's, you can tell he's partially in it for money. You know what I mean? Because he does get paid a lot of fucking money to do that podcast. But he thoroughly enjoys the podcast. And what he thoroughly enjoys is literally just being curious and talking and having a good conversation. And I, I think that affected a lot of people in a positive way. And the more of that that can happen, because you don't change things with laws. Or, okay, sorry. You don't change cultural aspects with laws. Right. You change cultural aspects with like slow evolution of things by, by basically making something more visible. That's okay. literally all it is. It's kind of like that, hey, we need more you know, black actors in movies and blockbusters, which is totally cool because absolutely, the black population right. here is fucking massive in America. You know what I mean? And they absolutely should be. Shoehorning, not so much a fan of. But if yeah. you do, like, if you write the movie and it's a natural fit for the character, please do. Right. Or even fucking race swapping. I don't, I don't give a shit about that half the time yeah. either. Like, like the, first, not, the first 30, 45 minutes of the new Ghostbusters movie, I was down. I was down. Where it was all female cast, 20, I think it was like 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty fucking funny. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden it just went to shit. Like the oh, whole it just turned like, into an SNL skit. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> yeah, it was all yeah, it went south real quick. They could have even sold me on the extreme Ghostbusters if they had done that with the the chick and then I think I think there was a black guy and there was a guy in a wheelchair. It was like the super PC Ghostbusters <laughs> right, for kids. Right. There was like full-blown rainbow it, we, if you want it we've got it like the thing they can't do with ninja turtles like mm -hmm. but Raphael can't show up in a wheelchair one day <laughs> you know what i mean like he can still be kind of extreme but he can't have an attitude problem like <clears throat> yeah i don't say that. i mean not to not to really down you know put down people of uh, their their handicapped or handy accessible whatever the word is now Whatever the PC yeah, word is, yeah, ableist. But yeah, ableist. That's it. Yeah, they'll be ableist. But like, it's hard to be a ninja in a wheelchair, right? Yeah, right. yeah I, don't, I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, what's that? I'm sure Naruto or whatever this shit did it. But I maybe One Piece. I've never watched Idol Dragon Ball Z. One of them. I used to watch the shit out of Dragon Ball Z. I used to watch the shit out of Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid. <laughs> I was fucking on it, dude. 
I was an anime kid before like anime kid was cool. Yeah, that's yeah, my hipster yeah. signature right there. Back in the day, yeah. Like, uh, when you got to so, you see an hour of it at midnight, right? And that's the only time you ever got to see it, you know? right? Or you had to sit through the first season of Inuyasha before you finally got to the first episode that ever aired of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Right. Like I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> Aqua Teen Hunger Force is hilarious. So I know dude. way too much about Inuyasha. Right. <laughs> Fox yeah. demons and all kinds of shit, and then I would watch a meatball look up and a stack of fries. Did you ever watch uh, Space Ghost? Space Ghost was was the yeah. original. That was the OG weird Adult Swim shit. Yeah, that fucking dude. I used to go to a friend of mine's house and stay over the night, and we would stay up and watch it. And it was dude. Because you could tell they didn't film the interviews like they were supposed oh, to be. No, not they even were just no. random clips stuck together. And you were like, this makes no fucking sense. Like, what? <laughs> At all. It was like um, C-Lab, which was just fucking repurposed caricatures. I fucking from love C-Lab. I love C-Lab so much. I am instituting Martian law. It's like, no, that's martial law. No, this is the law of the red planet. <laughs> like, what? It just got so much worse, too, as the show went on. Dude. Oh. That's what, and that's why I loved Archer, because they, mm. they did an entire episode dedicated to Captain Murphy, and they even killed him with a joke from an entire Sea Lab 2021 episode. <laughs> They smushed him with the fucking soda machine. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> like, yeah. oh, my God, I love Archer. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's just giving shout-outs to the classics, and people don't know that shit. Like, right. Those were just yeah. repurposed animatics cut and skipped and redubbed yep. to be hilarious. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, man. Adult Swim has gotten so much great content. Yeah. It's gotten crazier. I haven't been able to watch it in a long time. Uh, I watch I watch some of the stuff, um, especially Rick and Morty. Like I, I watch the shit out of that. But Rick and Morty's genius. Canadians already have a knockoff. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait. You can't have Rick without being an asshole. No, no, Does no, he no. say so, sorry after everything? No, <laughs> it's similar. So when we were when we were in that group chat um, last week or the week before, time is meaningless now. Uh, and you were like, oh, Rick and Morty's great. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen it. I'm more of a, a Gary and his demons guy. Okay. <laughs> it was uh. way low-key undercut of like, no, I've 100% seen Rick and Morty, and I've mm. also seen the Canadian knockoff. And it's not it's not the same. What's it called again? Gary and what? Gary and his demons. Gary and, and his demons. instead of a scientist, it's this workaholics middle-aged kind of drunkard that he is the chosen one but he works at like an insurance company or some shit okay and every episode there's a new demon that pops up that he has to kill and he's just either shit-faced drunk the whole time or womanizing or watching out for this giant man baby that he's supposed to be training right <clears throat> and it's it other than burp there's a lot of speeches that he gives that it's like, oh, this is the, this is the, this timeline's Rick for demons. Right, <laughs> right, right. So he's C62, I believe, Rick. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere around that area. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Definitely C, because he's definitely the Canadian Rick. He apologizes a lot. 
See, that's what I'm wondering. He's just like a total <laughs> asshole. He goes, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Like, like, <laughs> so. Ah, yeah, new season's coming out. The last five. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last, yeah, last half of the fucking season. They're, yeah, they're calling it the last five. Because yeah. they, like, shit out five episodes. And mm-hmm. they're like, we've got 40 in the can. <laughs> but we're going to give you these five. Have fun with this. All but, you dragon know, orgies. And <laughs> I... I get it because I watched the videos of them doing the voices, which which is basically Justin Roiland that does like yeah. the Rick and Morty, and I think one other voice. But he ha- like to do Rick, he gets shit faced. So no, he's actually shit faced in the studio, which is fucking hilarious. And fucking when he does it, it's it, it, it's so off the cuff. Like he's obviously breaking down boundaries, you know, when he's doing it, and he's able to focus in when he's drunk. But dude, you can't film too many episodes in a row. Like you're just gonna end up a fucking alcoholic, yeah. straight up. Like <laughs> seems like an alcoholic move. Yeah. I'm so, gonna write this character that I'm gonna voice, and he's gonna be drunk all the time, and I'm going to Johnny Depp the hell out of it, and just be drunk all the time. <laughs> like no, that's that's somebody who doesn't want to admit they need to go to AA. Right. Yeah. 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 But he's fucking genius and he's a workaholic he's got a new show coming out oh yeah the alien one yeah 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 yeah. it's like you know and the the that might have been part of the delay too is that he was working on that other show and like oh and harman's been pumping out episodes of harman quest all the like yeah they all have their own things going on right they're both top dogs they're two top dogs working together, man. Yeah. And because they're both hilarious, and they're both very creative, and they're both great writers. I'm working on and a new video game. They're like, yeah. yeah. So being able to shit out an entire 10 episode sitcom on a Netflix just for the fuck of it <clears throat> is insane. Yeah. But, and the premise has been done a hundred times before. Oh, what if aliens move to Earth and have to blend in a little bit? Right. Fam- uh, not Family Guy. What was the other? American Dad had that with the one alien. Um, yeah. American Dad's got Roger. Yeah. Um, there was... There was Third a, Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun. Uh-huh. There was at least two sitcoms on Fox in the late 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. that were about the same thing that yep. were super like family sitcom like uh, King of the Hill, but if they, if they were aliens. Well, you know, that was uh, that was coming off the, the X-Files craze. Oh, man. Don't That's why that was started. first. Yeah, the X-Files craze. They don't even get that. me started because right now, specifically during this quarantine bullshit, not the time to rewatch X-Files. No, hell no. No, no, no. I even watched the clip about the fucking flu-like virus from X-Files and I was like, no, I can't watch this. I'm Dude, too high. that's in like season no. eight or some shit. Yeah. I was talking to my sister last night and she, we were like, there was a period of my life for like five years where I watched X-Files every fucking day. I, I had alien t-shirts that I wore every day. Like, like the Three Tigers t-shirt that everybody's got now, but like yeah. just an alien doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred percent. We went to Vegas when I was like fourteen, and the only thing that I got to enjoy about Vegas was the little alien Area Fifty One part of the tower. Um, I don't know anything about that. I've never uh, been there. So the Stratosphere, I think, is the name of the hotel, and it's got this big, big spire on top, 
and then like a little waiting area and then on top of that is was the world's tallest roller coaster and it was just a little thing that went around right, right but the right. entire top part of it is dedicated to like oh this kind of looks like an alien spaceship and, oh, and let's okay. sell a bunch of alien merch yeah, yeah <laughs> so it was yeah, the only thing yeah. i gave a fuck about yeah the whole time i was there at 14 years old i was like i could be getting a hooker um but i don't have facial hair right. <laughs> Oh. A buddy of mine actually went out to Roswell, yeah, New Mexico, and he said it was the saddest fucking thing he's ever seen. It was just fences, so right. It was it was just like an alien flea market, like oh. alien merchandise <laughs> flea market is what he was describing it as. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. I was like, I've always wanted to go. He's like, don't, dude. It takes the fucking mystery it's out like of when it. When you're driving out of Miami, or, or when you're driving out of Tallahassee in literally any direction, and there's that peanut guy. It's right there outside of the interstate. It's like that, only they're selling alien merchandise. Yeah. And the three-foot-tall alien drinking cups with the straws. Exactly, yeah. Or pieces of alien poo <clears throat> that have been fossilized that this, are like this a was rock. All that entire yeah. top of that hotel was donated to. Like, that was, that was what it was based on. And I, and I ate it the fuck up. Right, <laughs> it was yeah. like, X-Files are genius. They went back and tried to rewatch it. Like everybody's trying to binge watch shit now. Yeah. Watch the first two seasons and which were good. They were great. Yeah. Fucking genius. But twenty of the thirty-eight episodes are about being quarantined or some alien virus (laughs) or having to stay in your house or purge sirens going off. (laughs) Everything is about staying inside. I'm like, I don't want to watch something that's telling me to do what I'm already doing. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And start watching season three, and then it gets into the whole Law and Order kind of episodes where it's like, we've got somebody that's either really famous right now or they're really famous now in 2020. Right. And they either help them or they killed somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's the original Law and Order. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't notice that. Huh. It was great. Yeah, I've uh, seen. I've only. I'm like seven episodes into the third season. I've seen uh, Jack Black, Giovanni Ribisi, uh, the the dad from fucking um, Raymond loves everybody. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Peter Boyle. Huh. Um, just huh. anybody that was anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> the girl from uh, Firefly <laughs> was in an episode. Oh, uh, okay. The engineer yeah. chick. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Just genius. Yeah. What? I liked it better when it was more anthology. Like in the beginning, it kind of had a little bit of an arc. Yeah. You know, there were like some connecting clues, but it was more anthology. It was more like Twilight Zone type of thing, where mm-hmm. it was like this happens and that happens and this happens and these are all crazy things. And maybe connect them together a little bit into like this mysterious, like, what the fuck? And then the season ended, and you still had no idea what was going on. What I never knew. They noticed. did too many overarching arcs. Yeah. In the la- in the after season two, I think. Yeah, they started getting in like it was and, a narrative. It wasn't an anthology. And towards like anymore. nine, ten, or eleven, it was all there were like ten episodes, and it was all about the alien conspiracy, and right. it was just this long. Yeah, and then the movie was around that time, I believe. All of them, um, or yeah. whatever. There, yeah. was, there was a movie with Exhibit. There was a movie with Billy Connolly. They're, they had like two or three movies, easy. I only remember the one, and uh, that was with the aliens and the, the virus. It was the, the, underneath the ice. Uh, yeah, Antarctica. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I think that was the one with Billy Connolly. 
I don't remember. It's been such so fucking long. He is such a genius. I love Billy fucking Connolly, dude. He's hilarious in everything that I've watched him in. Have you... Scottish, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen The Man Who Sued God? No, but that sounds great. <laughs> if it's including Billy Connolly, that sounds way better. He's the man who sues God <laughs> because God sunk his boat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fantastic. It is genius it is one of my top yeah. 10 movies yeah. easy yeah 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 i'm gonna write that down right now actually <laughs> that was pad i never use it but here we go well, there you go that's one thing i'm definitely good at is movie recommendations i have deemed myself the johnny appleseed of princess bride dvds oh fuck yeah because uh. literally every time i buy one i have to just go back in my memory and be like all right so who the fuck did i tell that this was the greatest movie that they've never seen right. and I have to loan it to them now and then yeah. they're never going to give it back to me so I have to go buy another copy when I find one. That's a, I, I know a couple of people that do that with not necessarily movies yeah. but sometimes books and sometimes you know fucking video games or what the fuck ever and uh, you always know where somebody's like true passion lies. Like my thing is with uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Mm. It's like this stoicism, you know, it's real short. You can get it from like, you can get it from Amazon for like three bucks or something. And it's not the greatest trans translation, but it works, you know? And that's my thing. Like I fucking pass that out. Like it's water. And I was like, hey, have you guys read uh, fucking Marcus Aurelius? And people were like, I was like, no. I was like, hey man, uh, uh, yeah, just give me a ride home. And the only reason I wanted to give me a fucking ride home like three blocks is so I can give him that book. And like, nah, keep it. Keep it around. <laughs> Pamphlet. Yeah, just put it on a fucking thing, and then whenever you feel like reading it, read it whenever. And I can guarantee you can flip it to any fucking page and look at a passage in that, and I can guarantee you'll be like, huh, huh. Hmm. And you'll think. Like, it's definitely worth a reread. I haven't read yeah. it in years. So. Oh, I love it so much. <clears throat> I read it at the same time I was getting into like The Art of War and same. fucking Don't same Sweat the Smallest. Like, Machiavelli, yeah. fucking all that shit. Yeah. And fucking, dude. After reading like the Machiavelli thing, I was like, dude, this is just a resume. Yeah, and then I looked it up and I was, yeah, that's, it's true. It was literally a resume, a small, not small, but a fucking <laughs> small book, large resume sent to someone that he wanted to work for. He's like, listen, I'm really good at strategy. Just to let you know, this is how you can manipulate people and do other things. And of course, I would go by whatever rule you want. But, you know, here's my resume. Right. That's all it was. Like, this is like, look, I'm the original marketer, okay? Like, I'm not manipulating you, right. but these are the things that I will tell you. Mm -hmm. For a price, I'll tell you some more. Exactly, yeah. If you want to know more, sign up for my email list, you know? Like, <laughs> Basically nowadays, right? Yeah. Like, or just yeah. follow me on YouTube, and uh, this is my Twitter account, and... <laughs> exactly. Here's my Twitch yeah. and TikTok. And I had another book. What was it called? Um, Thousand Swords. I don't remember. It was like another like Art of War type thing that I ended up reading a while back. That was, But it was more about strict samurai philosophy. It wasn't more of a spiritual thing. It was more... It had a little bit of a spiritual, but it was more fucking geared towards this is how you be a samurai. Every day you wake up and you eat this. Every day you practice with this. When you go into battle, this is how you wear this sword. And this is how you wear this sword. And it's like a fucking manual for hmm. being a good samurai. It's fucking it's wild. Basically just their like Marines hand guide. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like every morning they were supposed to wake up and meditate on accepting death. Like every morning, that was their only meditation was to go, yeah, death happens, it's inevitable. I have a sword, someone else has a sword. I'm probably gonna die. 
I'm just going to accept that. Yep. Yep. Totally cool with it. All right. Now yep. to practice for eight hours. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally cool with it. Why? Because some dude who had never even chipped a fucking nail in his life told him to. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> yeah. Don't even get me started on draft dodgers. Like, I tried to join the military, I think, three times. But, okay. But we weren't in any serious period of war when I turned 18. So they were like, no, you're too fat. Because I was... 280 when I was 18. Damn. Like, yeah, you don't look like it would No, away, yeah. I'm like a buck 80 at my heaviest now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I was chunky, chunky boy. And uh, so then there was that. And then a couple of years later, when we started like really, really getting into Iran again, I was like, okay, well, maybe I, maybe I can join now. And th they started explaining stuff and they were like, all right, well, before you go, everybody's just got to come to a drug test I'm like alright can you give me um, three days so this coke will get out of my system right and like no you gotta do it right now I'm like alright yeah, yeah, well yeah. I fail <laughs> so then I tried to get another time and they were like no you're, you're too old like, dude I tried to get okay I, I was I don't, it was pre 9-11 so I was like 20 something years old yeah I mean, I'm probably early 20s I go to the marines and I'm like alright Listen, I want to join the Marines. I'm ready to fucking sign the contract. I just want to know that I can make it. Skinny motherfucker like me can make it to be a fucking Marine, you know? And I go in there. I, I went and took the test, the ASVAB. One point from a perfect score, 98 out of 99. That's the fucking perfect score. Yeah. Fucking 98 out of 99. Took that in there. They almost, the guy was creaming his pants. He's fucking like, oh yeah, oh, go sit in this room, watch these videos, you know, it's the propaganda videos. Where they show him climbing ropes and having cool sniper rifles and you know, the, the shit you're not gonna do, right. basically. <laughs> and uh, fucking, another guy comes in, they start asking me a question and they're like, so what was the last education uh, level that you completed? You know, did you have your diploma? And I was like, oh, I got my GED, you know? And I never really completed 10th grade, but I do have my GED. And they're like, oh, oh, that's a that's a deal breaker. We can't have you in being a fucking bullet shield. We can't have that if you don't have a high school diploma. Sorry. That was yeah. I think that was the kicker. The third time was like, <sighs> we finally got up to that point, and it was like, okay, well, here's my high school diploma, and it says high school diploma, but I graduated under extenuating circumstances, so my high school diploma has a serial number at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And that just means it's not a high school diploma. It's a GED. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, no. no. You're, you're cool. <laughs> I left from the Marines office and they were like, yeah, we'll give you a call if anything comes up. But we just don't have any spaces for a GED. We have an allowed amount of spaces. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. To be a fucking bullet shield. I got a piece of paper. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I go to the fucking Air Force, which I didn't want it to do, but I was like, all right, well, they're, they're the highest paying, you know, fucking whatever. I go in and they wanted to get me on, but they would only hire me for uh, airplane mechanic, which is actually not that bad. Cause I did some mechanics when I was younger. Cause I grew up around a, a mechanic shop. Like my stepdad owned a mechanic shop. So I knew a little bit about it. And they wanted to give me, it was either that or uh, I can't remember, it was like, like carpool something or whatever like working on engines and carpool yeah. and i was like nah dude that ain't happening like i'm not gonna get stuck in those positions and feel always feel 
even though I know that that's a support thing now, but I would always feel like, yeah, I was just in the background. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? Like I wasn't out there doing a thing. So I just, I was like, nah, I'm good. And then I went to the army and the army was like, yeah, you can dig ditches and you can fucking get shot at. And I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. They're like, how much do you like sand? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that was pre-9-11. Pre and then after 9-11 happened and I was like, yeah, this is going to be a shit show. No matter how many people sign up, they're not gonna send over everybody. They're gonna send over people in shifts, yeah. and even you know, like all this other thing is gonna happen, and then it's gonna get very confusing. It's gonna get super confusing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, most of the military support positions at this point, anyway. Now that we can just point and click who we want to kill, <clears throat> doesn't matter. So yeah, it's it's a whole new world. That it is. They had a movie with. Um, Oh, what's, I can't remember his fucking name right now, but he was a uh, drone pilot. And it might have been called Drone. I don't know, probably. That's probably what it was called. Sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was all about his PTSD from simply flying drones. He lived in like Arizona or New Mexico or something. And then he would go home to his family at the end of the day. And there would never be an, like 100% absolute confirmation on who you were striking. It was just like, yeah, we're pretty sure. So, oh, right, because you're shooting at like heat images and yeah. shit. You don't even. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we're pretty sure that one's it. Just yeah. do that. Yeah, that, that's a whole new level, man. Because like, I've had blood on my hands. I've handled dead bodies. I've been around dead bodies. And you know, like you can kind of deal with that after a while. But when you're playing a fucking real video game, it's where you know that the consequences are fucking real. Like, you see it on the news the next day. Even if you don't realize it then, you're going to see it on the news. Because you're watching the news. You're fucking PTSD'd out. You're going to watch the fucking news. Yeah. And you see that, and you go, that was me. That was me that killed those three kids and those two wives and those five guys that were having a fucking meeting. That was me right. that did that. You know? <laughs> like, that's a mind fuck. Cause, Gotta cause, be. Because you, you, you didn't do it here. I couldn't see you. Right. I couldn't hear the sound. I didn't get anything else out of it. Yeah, it's just that you didn't have the anxiety about it. You're just sitting there playing Mario Kart. Exactly. And all yeah. of a sudden, it was serious. Exactly. Right. That's fucking wild to me, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> not not a good place to be. That's a lot of after work that you have to do. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I, yeah, jobs aren't just jobs, especially not shit like that. Like that shit, you take home. That's. <laughs> You have to decompress from that, and that's not part of your 8, 12, 24 hours on. That's, mm -hmm. that's shit you have to deal with in your own time. Uh, I was really glad. Well, I'm really glad that I don't have family now, but <laughs> I was really glad during that time that I was a fucking EMT that I didn't have a family. So I would have just been a terrible person. I would have been a fucking terrible person. Like, that's not to say that everyone who does that is a terrible fucking person when they go home. Me, I would have been a miserable fuck. Yeah all the time there's a lot of apathy involved for sure yeah because there's a certain level of disconnect that you just have to obtain and it's not it's not something you can always just snap the fuck back from either oh like, fuck no yeah. you decompress for an hour by having a drink taking a run you know taking a shower whatever you want to do read right whatever you use to decompress do not drink immediately after your shift that's the one thing I learned. I did it for a little bit because some of the other medics were doing it and I realized that I'm not gonna medicate like that. I'm gonna go home and do my shit. And then once I do my shit, then I can drink. 
but I'm not gonna drink before I deal with my shit. Fair. Uh, fucking, I had a buddy of mine who was a paramedic. This is gonna get a little deep, but fucking, he had erectile dysfunction for like almost a year. I would say like six months-ish, probably two years, somewhere around that area. Uh, fucking because he saw a woman with a shotgun blast to the face. Like it fucked his mind up so much. Like it blew most of her face off, but she was still breathing. Like she was still there. It just like rocked everything. You know what I mean? He had, he was so fucked up that he, that it did, that happened. Like he couldn't get it up. It dominated his mind so much. Like he was fucked up. And I, I can't even imagine like that right there times a hundred is what someone who kicked in the door would experience right in a fucking afghani village or whatever you know like fuck you're not coming back whole man you're gonna come back you're gonna come back pretty fucked up and how you deal with it is i think i think comedy is very like very much like that it's like it's a way to deal with how fucked up your life is oh yeah i mean that's that's why most of us have senses of humor is because we've developed it as a callous coping mechanism to be able to go, well, this fucking sucks. But if I can laugh about it, then I'm not going to be sad about um, it. Because laughing means endorphins. Right. <laughs> and that's what we all need. Right. And I'd rather laugh about something for two minutes and be like, well, that fucking sucked. Make a joke about myself and move on. than be sad about it for a week. Cry about it for an hour. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just not worth it. <clears throat> That's where I have the, the, the connective issue of telling the EMT stories on stage. People cannot connect with that. Like if you do something about how I had insomnia or like I used to be an alcoholic or I used to be thought of a lot, people can be like, oh, okay, I kind of understand that. You know, yeah. like they're with you. But when I'm like, hey, you know, like there he was with his half his head blown off and I'm like, oh, we should go get spaghetti to my partner, you know? That doesn't translate well. It's <laughs> a joke in the truest sense of the word. <laughs> like, but it's a dark joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's like how you deal with that. You know, I literally said that one time. It was like we showed it to a guy who blew his fucking head off with a fucking double barrel shotgun. Like back it was missing, leaning over. You know, we come in and we're like, well, this guy's obviously dead. Like yeah. this is this is the coroner. This is not us. We're not going to put leads on him. He's fucking dead. You know, and. Um, if we look at him, I look at my partner, there's a couple cops standing I look at my partner, I'm like, hey, uh, I think I can get some Chinese after this. Like, how you feeling? I'm like, where you wanna go, like Wendy's or Chinese? Cause I can do Wendy's as well. And she looked at me with this look and was like, what is wrong with you? And the two cops that were standing on the side would be like, Chinese sounds good actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't skip a beat. <laughs> we, had, we, we had a bunch of those guys who were just old hats and they were like talking about what they were gonna do next while they were doing it. Like, yep. Yeah. I'm pumping on this guy's chest and y'all are talking about Wendy's like oh, yeah. I can't I can't I can't yeah 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 I that was me that was me I could I could carry on a conversation about a TV show doing fucking yeah. it's just like there's different kinds of comedy there's different coping mechanisms to deal with really obtuse shit that you have to go through in life yeah <clears throat> so comedy is one of them it's a good one yeah I mean you're still showcasing it just like you would when you were sad, you know, like when you're thinking about it or whatever. It's the same thing. You're shedding a light on it. Yeah. You're just shedding a different kind of light on it. Yeah. That's all it is. I would say. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Indeed. I got it. All right. Let's go ahead and end it right now, then. Okay. All right.
All right, that was Sleepy Pete Floyd. We have been through everything and anything in the fucking wiki dictionary at this point. And uh, check them out, social media? Uh, just Facebook, not really social media. Okay, no social media. He's a, he's a social media ninja. Yep. So there you go. That was Sleepy Pete Floyd, another episode of Discoursers. Maybe there won't be out soon. Maybe there won't. I don't care. Time's irrelevant right now, people. Time is irrelevant. <laughs> and always remember to go fuck yourself. Oh, I like that. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. That's, that's the end. <laughs>